The Aloha SPAI Annual Security Trade Show and Education Conventions offer an abundance of classes in a myriad of subjects in one location. SafeTech 2022 is our conference geared toward the technicians who specialize in safe and vault work of all types, from opening to repair. And you need not be a safe technician to benefit from the training, as you can be taught many skills to assist you in troubleshooting on problematic safes, and change combinations on the most common safe locks in use today. to Locksmith Talk with Aloha. I'm your podcast host, William Link. Today's podcast is entitled The State of SAFTA. And with us today, we have SAFTA President Mike Potter joining us to talk about all things SAFTA. Let me tell you a little bit about Mike Potter. Mike Potter has been involved with the security industry at some level since the late 1970s and as full-time employment since 1989. His specialty lies in working on safes and bank vaults and has been all over the country. Mike has been involved with SAVTA since 1992 and attended his first Safe Tech convention in 1999. Mike has volunteered with several security organizations and has been on the SAVTA board in many capacities and is currently serving as the SAFTA president. Besides spending time with family, other pastimes include outdoor activities and model railroading. So Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me here. Oh, wonderful, no problem. Well, first thing I think we should cover for the listeners out there who might not know Maybe, Mike, you can tell us what SAVTA actually stands for. That's S-A-V-T-A. Go ahead, Mike. SAVTA stands for the Safe and Vault Technicians Association. Good. And a small association of people dedicated to nothing but working on safes and vault vaults, uh, which involves uh, rebuilding bank vaults, uh, sometimes breaking into bank vaults, and uh-huh. also uh, uh, safe cracking and uh, things of that nature. Wonderful. Well, that clears that up. Well, Mike, you know, we're just a few weeks away from Safe Tech 2022. The first in a few years. Oh, how great is it to be back, Mike? Tell us about that. Well, with everything going on in the world, it's hard, kind of hard to believe that it's been three years since the last time we've been able to have a convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm anxious to see my friends face to face again. And oh, the bottom line is when we get together, uh, we all collaborate together and just everything is better. That is the truth. Um, and as an organization, we're very focused on, on developing new techniques and training uh, future talent, mm-hmm. and, as well as having a uh, continuing continuing education program for our seasoned professionals. And uh, there's a lot of demand right now uh, for good safe and vault technicians so, uh, within the association. Sure. Uh, 
this, we're, we're very shorthanded. There's, uh, there's more work out there than we can, uh, than we can get done. Mm. The past couple of years, since we didn't have a convention, what were you doing, Mike? Or also maybe you can tell us some of the safe techs you work with. What were they doing during the past two years? Uh, most of the people I've uh, deal with have been very busy. Um, a lot of times, a lot of the banks uh, had closed their lobbies and they took that opportunity uh, without the foot traffic of the customers. They took that opportunity to have a lot of upgrades done with the security. So huh. we were, you know, projects that have been put on hold. Well, all of a sudden we were, we were busier than we, we knew what to do with. We had more work than we knew what to do with. Right. It was uh, kind of crazy. I've I'm been begging for help. I've been begging for people to train. And like I said, we're, we're very shorthanded in this industry. That's interesting. Because <clears throat> the pay can be, from what I understand, you know, maybe we'll talk about that a little later, but the pay is pretty good. And again, it seems to be the theme around the country, finding qualified workers in any particular field. So I guess that's the same with uh, the safe tech area. Well, SAVTA, as you know, Mike, is back in Lexington, a popular host city for safe tech conventions, considering it's the, the history uh, and with the industry. And it's within reasonable distance from a large portion of people in the U.S. So how does SAFTA decide where they're going to hold safe tech? Well, Bill, there's a lot of planning that goes, that goes into this. Uh -huh. um, we usually have to start planning about three years out. Um, and we try to change the locations throughout the United States um, so that people can plan maybe vacation destinations or maybe some local attractions within the different areas. Uh, we look at demographics um, mm -hmm. and we try to rotate to different regions of the U.S. so more people can attend. Uh, it's, a co it's complicated because we're, we're a very small organization, but we have a very large need uh, for floor space when it comes to the convention centers. Uh, uh -huh. So the big convention centers were, really don't want us because we're too small and the small convention centers can't handle us. So wow. it, it's, it's, a, it's more complicated than most people think. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of these, some of these big conventions uh, will bring in, you know, 10,000 people. And of course the, the big convention centers are all over themselves trying to get that business. Sure. Uh, and SAFTA comes along and says, yeah, we have uh, 250 people that are come. Um, what can you do for us? It, it's just not that easy. Mm. There's a lot of planning that goes into this. And uh, sometimes it gets rather complicated to find a uh, convention center that can handle us uh, for our needs and our, our, our very small, very focused membership. So it seems to me like a lot of planning has to go into that. <clears throat> Is that correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We start, we start about three years out when we have to start searching for locations. Uh, COVID's kind of changed everything right now. Uh, but as soon as this next convention is over, we'll be searching for some uh, place to hold our 2024. Uh, our 2023 convention is all laid out and we have to start uh, working on that very soon. Well, that's uh, what I wanted to ask you now. Uh, can you give us any details or information about Safe Tech 2023 so that our listeners can start preparing for it now. 
start preparing and head west. Uh, we're heading to Reno, Nevada for Safe Tech 2023. Um, there's a lot of local attractions in Reno, Nevada, as we all know. And uh, <clears throat> we've actually we had, had, our, uh, we had our Aloha convention there uh, a number of years ago, and it was fun. Reno is a great place. I'm really looking forward to uh, visiting Reno again. Well, Mike, let's transition uh, away from SafeTech and talk about SABTA. Uh, we're a little over two years into the pandemic, and things seem to be getting eh, back to normal. SABTA is still here, and it weathered the storm. So how'd y'all do it? What, what decisions um, did you have to make, Mike, to keep SABTA going? Well, as with many organizations, we had to cancel our conventions. Oh. Uh, we had to postpone our printed magazine publication and offer a digital edition only. Uh, staff worked from home uh, and met remotely on Zoom meetings mm -hmm. uh, to monitor the state of the country and things going on. And we kept looking forward to the day we could get back on track and uh, bring back our somewhat sense of normalcy normalcy yeah um, <clears throat> but it uh there was a lot of uh there was a lot of money crunching and uh budget crunching and penny pinching and it was uh it was tough to get through all this how did your members react to all of those things happening most of the members were very understanding they they understood that uh, uh we couldn't uh provide a printed magazine because of the because of the cost and uh, so most of them were very, uh, very accepting. Uh, we had uh, had all, all our plans for our Safe Tech Convention in 2020, and we had, a lot of people had paid in advance, and some of the vendors had paid in advance, and we just most of them just wanted us to roll the those funds over into the following year, and then again into from 21 into 2022. Oh, okay. Well, Mike, more so a comment than a question, but. One of the producers of this podcast and, and a Loa board member, Tyler Thomas, wanted me to let you know that SAFTA membership in his region has increased through the pandemic. So I guess you are doing something right. <laughs> so we're always happy to welcome new members and are continuing to pursue the future learning for our industry. So can you want to comment on that? Well, all I can say is, if you don't want to work hard, work smart. Wow. Uh, SAFTA has some of the top safe technicians in the world uh, taking time out of their businesses to help other new techs coming into the industry. Uh, and in some cases, these instructors are helping train technicians who are going to become their own competition. Uh, these instructors just want to pass along the knowledge that they've mastered over the years uh, till it's time for them to leave this world. Um, the 2022 Safe Tech Convention is coming up very fast and good safe and, safe and vault technicians are in really high demand. Um, if working on safes and bank vaults is of any interest to you, then you should make the trip to Lexington. Uh, this is in Lexington, Kentucky for Safe Tech 2022 uh, and get trained, trained by some of the best there is in the industry. And SAFTA is more than just an organization with a magazine and a convention. It's a group of like-minded individuals that you'll network with. Um, some of them in your own town. And instead of considering them your competition, you'll become friends, you'll network together, 
and you collaborate together and uh, you can, a lot of conventions, you walk down the aisles and you're just another face in the crowd. At Safe Tech, you know everybody and everybody becomes your friend. Mm. And uh, this is just a, a great organization. And I can't say enough about this organization. This is such a great organization. I've been involved with it for a lot of years. Uh, there's a lot of great people here. So from what I'm gathering, the individuals who are teaching these classes are some of the great experts around the country. Um, you want to tell us anything about, you know, you don't have to name them specifically, but are these people that are experts in their own areas? Experts in their own areas and experts in their own fields. Uh, in, the, in the safe and vault industry, you have a lot of very niche markets. Uh, you have safe techs that only work on government stuff. You have safe technicians that only work on bank vaults. You have safe technicians that only work on very high security uh, safes and vaults that come out of maybe European uh, that are very high security. Uh, and there's only a small handful of individuals that can actually work on them. And you have a lot of in, a lot of safe technicians that work on uh, consumer consumer based products. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, it is not just around the country. These are safe technicians from around the world. We, oh. we have people from all over the world to come to this convention and, and offer their knowledge. Whoa, that's interesting because people would think, well, it's just going to be people from that local area, wherever the convention is. But you're saying they're coming <clears throat> in from all over the globe to come to this event. That is correct. And some people are absolutely top in their field. Um, absolute experts that are coming in to teach other safe technicians coming into the field. Do people think that there's any competition in that? It's, in other words, why should I give out my secrets? Then others will know that that feeling of, I don't want to tell them because it's competition. Does that exist? I, I'm sure it does. Um, personally, I uh, welcome training people. Uh, I've, trained my co my, I've trained my own competition. There's enough work out there for everybody. And wow. good safe and vault technicians make a good living. It's a, it's, it's good income. It's a good living. And it's also a good networking within our own industry. We, we, we all network, we're all friends. Um, and it's just a, a great time with a lot of learning. Wow. Well, now Mike, that we know a little bit more about how SAV just survived as of now, how is SAFTA? Are things looking up, neutral, down? What say you? Uh, Seth is in pretty good shape. Um, I'm sad to say that we've lost some very iconic people in our industry over the last couple of years, uh, both the COVID and the fact that none of us are getting any younger. Yes. Uh, and despite <laughs> these losses, uh, SAFTA is experiencing, despite these losses, SAFTA is experiencing a strong comeback and our membership is once again growing. Tell us why you think it's growing, because Tyler said the same thing. He said in his area, it was even in spite of the pandemic. Why do you think the membership is growing? It's a good thing, but why do you think it's growing? Uh, I think I think some somewhat that people want to specialize. Um, you think of safe cracking like I can I can break into bank vaults. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I, I can't think of a more challenging way of life than opening bank vaults for a living. That's, that's about as challenging as it gets. 
Well, that's funny you said that because <laughs> if I talk to somebody who knows nothing about locksmithing and I say, yes, I'm a locksmith, the first thing they'll say is, oh, wow, can you crack a safe open? <laughs> that's the first thing they say. And the answer is yes, I can. But um, so I guess that 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 idea of the general public is, uh, wow, you can do that. That's kind of good. Well, I usually get the question, how in the heck did you ever get into this business? And my response is always, I have no idea. I don't I don't have a good answer for anybody. It just it was just an honest to God uh, interest that just grew and grew and on just and it was just one thing after another. Oh, can you remember your first challenging experience with the safe? Um, the first safe I opened up when I was, uh, I first just got into full-time locksmithing. It was back in 1989. I worked for a small shop in Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And a customer, a small safe that he needed to have opened. And I spent about a half an hour on it and, and got it open without drilling it. And that was a great feeling. And I just, I did, I wanted more of that. Aha. Uh-huh. You got hooked, I guess. Yeah, I got hooked. And then after my first safe tech convention, uh, if you're in the industry and you come to a safe tech convention, if it honest to God is something you want to pursue, once you hit your first safe tech convention, you're hooked. You'll come back. Yeah. I think one of the fears that a lot of people have in this particular aspect of the business is that it's so difficult and they think, well, can I really do this? I want to, but can I? So it seems that a safe tech convention would be the best place for somebody to allay that fear and to get connected with the people who can help them. Because if you really want to do something and you put your mind to it, you can do it. Now, you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. And safe tech is the place to come and do it. Uh, you'll have a lot of people guiding you, uh, giving you some great tips and some great knowledge and some great information, and they're here to support you. Very good. Well, Mike, further down the road, maybe toward the end of 2022 and beyond, what does the future hold for SAVTA? In other words, get your crystal ball out. And what do you see? Uh, I see SAF, the, the Safe and Vault Technician Association, uh, and the industry itself, I, I see it growing. I mean, security needs are not dwindling. I mean, every day we see more and more things going on in the world where we need higher security, better security, more solid security. Uh, this business has always been called recession-proof, and I believe that's very true. Um, there's When times are bad, people are increasing their security uh when everything's going well and the economy is good people are expanding and are needing to add security right i understand that sabta is working on expanding your digital content Uh, can you tell us a little more about that yes we're uh we have been uh working on our phone apps um and we have a digital database now available uh databases used to be very large and bulky. Mm-hmm. Um, my database would, would fill the back of a truck. Oh, wow. And <clears throat> SAFTA has been digitalizing things for the past several years. And now most of the SAFTA database is available on your cell phone. You can log oh. in, you can research information 
right on your job site, right on your cell phone. And yeah. it's, it's great. We have uh, magazine articles that we have uh, in our publication. Mm-hmm. This all becomes part of our digital database. You can get on your phone. You can search by subject. You can search by brand name. Uh, chances are you'll bring up something that can guide you along, uh, guide you along the way while you're on your job site. Perfect. That sounds really good. So finally, Mike, you have the ear of a few safe techs that aren't yet a member of SAVTA through this podcast. So what would you say to those techs? In other words, why should they join SAVTA? Well, I believe I mentioned this a little bit earlier in our our interview. Mm -hmm. All I can say is don't work hard, work smart. Right. And SAFTA has the technicians and the, and the instructors that can teach you how to work smart. Mm. And I know your instructors want to pass along the knowledge that they've mastered uh, before it's their time to, as I think you might have said, leave this world, so to speak. Correct. Place, yeah. uh, None of us are getting any younger. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. Definitely true. Well, Mike. It's been very interesting, and I think it's helped illuminate to the listeners what exactly SAFTA is and what to look forward to at the Safe Tech Convention coming up. I assume it's not too late for someone to still sign up if they'd like to go. It's never too late to sign up. Our classes are filling up fast. Okay. Um, but even if you don't get a chance to take the classes that you want to take, there's a lot of learning that goes on after the classes are over, uh, people are congregating and talking, and there's a lot of learning to do uh, outside of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And Saturday, we will have our, our show. Um, our vendors will be uh, displaying uh, products and different security uh, products that are coming on the market. And you can walk around, look at what's available, talk to people, and uh, usually this is a very welcoming group. Uh, you walk in and start talking to somebody asking, they say you need some help and you will have a lot of people just, just helping you out, whatever you need to know. Sure. They're always, they're willing to help. This is like a big family. It's not really a, it's more of a family than an association. Okay. And if, if a safe tech, uh, or an individual, let's say comes to the convention, Will there be things for them to purchase like books or even uh, small safes or uh, products, tools, things like that? Yes. Yes. The, the vendors all come uh, well, uh, well supplied with uh, all kinds of tools, books, uh, equipment, uh, come in and uh, walk around and uh, they'll have plenty to see, do and purchase. Okay. That sounds good. Now, do you have the dates handy? Because I don't know that we've mentioned the actual dates for this coming uh, uh, convention. Uh, our convention is coming up quick, and let mm-hmm. me just uh, let me just log into a website here. I'll get the sure. exact dates here. Sure. Um, those are the safe. The 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 classes will be on April fourth through April the 9th. Okay. And our convention, our show floor will be open on Saturday, April the 10th. Okay. So your show is one day? Correct. It is one day. And do you have the hours on that roughly just to give them yes, an idea? The, the hours are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. 
We also mm-hmm. we also have our manipulation contest on Saturday, uh, which some of the top safe crackers in the world will be competing. Oh, now is that open to anyone who wants to participate or just a chosen few? Anyone that wants to participate is welcome to enter. Okay. Very good. And if you win the competition, uh, you get bragging rights <laughs> and, and, and a plaque and maybe a handshake from me. I don't know which is more valuable. Oh, they all sound pretty good. Well, Mike, that, I think that gives us the information we need right now. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add to those who are listening? Safe Tech 2022 in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, we'll have some of the best instructors in the world, the best products available, and the best knowledge available. Very good. <clears throat> Looking forward to it. Well, Mike Potter, thank you so much for this episode. And everyone listening, thank you for participating and listening to our podcast, Locksmith Talk with Aloha. And Bill, I'd like to thank you for letting me be here today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to Locksmith Talk with Aloha. As your podcast host, William Link, until next time, stay well.